Hello there. This is another SoCal Sound session here in sunny Southern California. My name is Byron Gonzalez, your host for this session, but also your friend because a good friend always brings you some good music. And that is what I'm bringing you today. I'm bringing you an artist out of Chile. He's a singer-songwriter who recently released Libro Abierto. I'm talking about Benjamin Walker. He joins us here in studio. Como estas? Un placer de, to finally have you here. El placer es todo mío. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, thank you so much. Pleased to be here. You're gonna, you're gonna, she's going to play a couple songs, so don't tune away just yet. We're going to get to know him a little bit more. I do want to talk about this album, the cover, and everything. But first, sure. pero primero, quiero saber lo más importante. What is your favorite food? It's sad because <laughs> it's it used to be pizza. <laughs> no, but I found out that I'm lactose intolerant. That's why a it's couple sad. of months ago. Oh. And guess what? Pizza has lactose. Yeah. So I need to get rid of pizza in my life unless I find another alternative. But it used to be pizza. <laughs> now, now that you transition, what now, is it? Uh, well, because I'm living in Mexico, I, I got to say tacos. tacos. Tacos de pastor. Ahí, limoncito, salsita verde, y ya estamos. That's, okay. Sí, tacos okay. de pastor. ¿De pastor? Sí, sí. Tienen, y tienen unos buenos acá en, en, en Los Ángeles. Okay. Yeah, there's probando. a lot. We yeah. went to go have some. Exactly. <laughs> We were hanging out the other day. <laughs> a taco tour. Taco tour, yes. Um, what is, do you have a favorite planet? ¿Tienes un planeta favorito? Like in the solar system? Yeah, like in our solar system. Not like beyond, because there's too many. There's too many, yeah. Yeah, the, let's focus on, on ours. Do I have a favorite one? Well, you get to see Jupiter from the Earth. Yeah. And it's a bright star. It's and huge. It's huge. It's something you get to see everywhere. And in Chile especially, we are supposed to have the best clean skies in order to see oh, stars really? in the world. That's why we have so many like huge telescopes in the north mm. of our country. So let's say Jupiter. Okay, cool. Um, do you remember one of the first songs you ever wrote? I like remember the first one. And it's crazy because I wrote it in the States, oh. here in this country. Um, it is in my first album. It's called Tan Solo Una Vez. Okay, so you did release it. I did release <laughs> it. It's crazy because, I, I mean, it aged well. You know, uh, after years that I wrote it, I wrote it when I was 14. I was living in Princeton, New Jersey mm. with my family. I spent a year living there, doing my freshman or sophomore year in high school here. And I was feeling very nostalgic about Chile and about leaving my friends, especially at that age that you're like becoming someone in life, getting to be a teenager, I guess, mm -hmm. an adult. Uh, an early adult and the song is a very nostalgic bossa nova that mainly talk about places like landscapes that are the ones that I was missing by that time oh, so it's a very nostalgic tune it's a very nostalgic tune and it made it to the first album so you That's can actually really cool. listen it to it in, in every platform That's cool. <laughs> do, do you remember writing music before that song or interest in how, how was your interest in music before you even knew that you wanted to do music. Yeah, I did play guitar. I, I've been playing guitar since I was six. So my mother, Cecilia Echenique, she's also a, a singer-songwriter. Oh, cool. She has a tremendous career. And because of that, I was privileged enough to be raised among musicians, among uh, different theaters and stages and venues. So I was pretty close to the language of music in general. I mean, my mother was working in music and 
music was something I knew I could reach uh, to speak through, you know, uh, as in speaking a language, but there was also music. And she gave me my first guitar, a requinto, mm. una guitarra chiquitita <laughs> que se usa mucho en, en la música latinoamericana. And the thing with that guitar is like the, the, the body of the guitar is more like uh, little. So you get to embrace the guitar when you're yeah. little, uh, when you're a kid. And that's where I learned to my, my, my first chords, my first songs. I would pay, play to Violeta Parra. Mm. Um, but I didn't write music until I was 14. And it's crazy because I think the distance with Latin America when I was living here in the States mm -hmm. is what made me actually spend more time playing guitar being more nostalgic about my own, my own identity, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and that made me start like, yeah, writing my first songs. Wow, that's interesting. Um, now this one's kind of off topic, maybe uh, not music related. Another one not music related. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? I believe, I mean, I do feel there's something else yeah. there we don't get to see. <laughs> I don't know if it's ghosts, like persons, uh, In particular, but I do believe there's something there. ¿Y los extraterrestres? Well, I do now. Yeah. Now that we know they're oh, real. They're real, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They actually Yeah, we it. got the news back in Chile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. they're real. And I, I found this meme so funny that it like um, it was this is the map the aliens have uh, of planet Earth and oh, it was just the United States of America and ocean. Oh wow. Because they always get here. I don't know why. Yeah, but I heard that they also like go through Peru or. Um, oh, they may have. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe just the there ruins. In yeah. See. Yeah. Well, at least in the movies, they always get here. So. Can you can you tell us a little uh, like a folkloric monster from Chile? A folkloric monster. Oh, that would be, <laughs> el trauco. El trauco. El trauco. Yeah, because you said monster. There are many mythological figures in Chile, and. Uh, they're especially, and they mostly come from an island called Chiloé. Oh. Chiloé, pretty similar to Chile, but with an O at the end. Um, so there are a lot of myths around the, the island of Chiloé, which I've never been in. I really need to go there. Mm -hmm. And one of the figures is El Trauco, that when I found out about him when I was a kid, that was the most scary one. <laughs> so he would kidnap little girls, not even boys, but girls, and uh, would, I don't know, yeah, if, I don't know if it, at this hour I can say this, the terrible <laughs> things the Trauco did to these okay. little girls, but the Trauco would be like a very common Chilean monster, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up because I'm most interested. I'm yeah, interested. go for it, man. <laughs> um, what was the first artist you ever got to see live? I think that would be, besides my mom, And all her colleagues at home. Oh, that's funny. I do remember a concert that really changed everything for me because it made me obsessed with the guitar. And it may have been the reason why my mother gave me a guitar in the, fir in the first place. It was a Toquinho concert. Mm. So Toquinho is a, this singer-songwriter and mostly guitar player from Brazil. Mm. She was touring with a... An amazing singer uh, named um, uh, Maria Creusa. So it's Maria Creusa and Toquinho. And I, I do remember it 
probably five years old um, because I, I, I would pay attention to his right hand. Mm. He would play so fast, like, figures in the, with, with, like... Um, oh, like the plucking and all that? The finger, either the finger picking or the strumming. It was very fast, but it, it didn't feel like it was actually playing, like, so fast or so hard. You, you, you couldn't see his fingers oh, of really? how fast he was. Like a blur. At least, exactly, it's like a blur. At least that's the image I have from that uh, in my head. And the way he played the guitar is directly, I mean, connected to the way I play guitar today. Cool. I got very obsessed with Brazilian music in general because of Toquinho. And I, it was the typical scene that I guess artists get to see when they are kids and tell to themselves, okay, I want to be there and uh, do what he does. That's really cool. Yeah, Toquinho. Now you're going there. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Uh, you're going to inspire the next generation. <laughs> We're going to see that. <laughs> a ver que, a ver que. Um, what's a hidden talent that you have that isn't like music related? A hidden talent? Yeah. It could be very, like very random. Minim, very random, yeah. A hidden talent. Uh, I, I want to I say something funny, but... <laughs> Think of it. Oh, I had, do have a talent. But people wouldn't get it here in the States. Oh, really? In Latin America, as you know, uh, we get translated uh, TV shows. Mm -hmm. So for some reason in Latin America, we made up a translation accent. Okay. Uh, so you, we would get TV shows from everywhere in the world, in Spanish, in Chile or any country in Latin America, with a specific accent mm. that you only see on television. No country has this accent. Uh, for example, I don't know, like Discovery Channel uh, stuff would be translated in this like neutral mm -hmm. Latin American accent. Oh, interesting. That's crazy. And I, and I would understand if people don't get it here. But uh, it's like a thing that uh, holds the identity of Latin America together because we all got to see the same translations in Spanish. Yeah. And it's this specific accent that is made up for translations. I think it was made in Mexico or something. Uh, and I can imitate it very well. Can you give me an example? <clears throat> so we would watch like a 911 uh -huh. kind of uh, shows. And the translation would be uh, estaba yo con mi pequeño hermano. <laughs> I've heard that before. Estaba yeah. en casa, Santos Cielos. El rifle de papá estaba colgando de la pared y oh, era el turno del pequeño Timmy para yeah. disparar el rifle. <laughs> Santos Cielos, había sangre por todos lados. Santos Cielos, yeah. There you go. Before. Nobody talks like that. Nobody does. In Latin America, but for some reason, we had to make up an accent for everybody. That I, yeah, that definitely brings back a lot of memories from when I used to travel to Guatemala. Uh -huh. I, listen to the I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you got that too. Yeah. In Guatemala. Yeah. I for mean, sure. We're so close to Mexico, so it makes sense. Absolutely. <laughs> so and funny. it's the weirdest thing ever. And yeah. it's like a common thing among Latin Americans. Well, there's just so many accents to copy that that's too much work to put into it. Too right? much work. Too much I, work. I think it comes from kind of the Mexican, but in Chile, they're all, they also did translations. And, okay. And Venezuela, I guess. Yeah. But it's such a TikTok material thing. <laughs> yeah, right? It's crazy. That's yeah. funny. 
Well, you know what's not funny is this album. It's more serious. <laughs> it's way more serious. You like serious. that transition? <laughs> We're talking about, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's Libro Abierto. You released it last year. It's I've been playing a lot of the songs from the album and a lot of new, your new songs too, but I want to talk about this album. Um, just holding it, what memories come to mind from the process, from your journey of this album? It was a crazy journey because the album was meant to be released on, for example, I don't know, like April 2020. Oh, okay. So it took two years, though. It took more, you know, because we got into the studio on February of 2020 thinking uh, that this album would, would be released that same year. And, well, the pandemic came up. Yeah. And I just didn't feel it was the right time to release the album, you know? We put it so much effort in making this, in writing the songs, making the production with Javier Barria, the producer, that I thought like I need to wait a little bit in order to things to calm down and find the perfect uh, context uh, to people to feel these songs. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't release the album anyway because people just wait. We're way too busy with everything. Busy else, with yeah. everything. I mean, myself. I got into a huge depression oh. during the pandemic. In Chile, I don't know about here, but we had very strict measures. I'm sure to yeah. confront the to deal with the pandemic, and I got very depressed for that. And if you release an album, I think it's a body of work that deserves to have energy in order to defend it. Yeah, to go and show it to everybody, and I wasn't able to do that. But uh, we waited, and because we waited, uh, something terrible happens, that you get to listen to your, uh, to your own album that is not yet released, and you start wondering, like, oh, is this the production I actually wanted? Oh, no way. Is this song actually fitting in the album? And that can, that can get you just Your busy. own enemy, yeah, it's your own yeah, enemy. You're, yeah, you're your own enemy, absolutely. So there were some changes because of that. For example, Querernos Bien is a song that I redid with Francisco Victoria, which, which would happen now to be my actual producer oh. for my next album we, that we just recorded. And, and it's, I mean, this album connected me with Mexico, so there's Silvana Estrada in it. Yeah, Vanessa so Zamora. So Vanessa Zamora, I mean, two artists that I respect and care of them uh, uh, of them so much uh, very close friends and I mean it, it was an unexpected journey the whole thing the whole process mainly because of the pandemic but it's a very transitional album for me yeah uh, it, it got me to Mexico where I'm now living Wow, so, there you go. It's a yeah, journey. It's Such like a, big a journey. Yeah, it's a life-changing album, for sure. And now you've been releasing new singles. I've been playing Te Quiero Alicia a lot. Uh, the one that you did with Farmarcos. Yeah. Such good songs. But we were talking and you said those songs aren't even going to be on this new body of work that you're like working on. <laughs> is how crazy is that? So like, what decided this? So I, I got the chance to start writing and recording new songs because uh, I signed for a label cause, uh, called Alagran. It's a London-based label mm. uh, that wanted more Latin American musicians in their catalog. It's like kind of a boutique label that had been helping me out the past year. 
And so they gave me the chance to get into the studio again and start making new music. The thing is, after releasing Libro Abierto, I didn't have any more songs. <laughs> and that has never had happened to me before. What? Like, I've but, always had songs. But, but I these just, new songs are so good, too. Well, eh? well yeah. that, that's the beautiful part. Um, before, it was always me uh, putting my hand in the bag of songs I was, you know, uh, uh, writing. Uh-huh. Now I needed to, okay, what do I want to write about? What kind of sound do I want to involve in my music? That's how the Giralicia came up. Because if you listen to it, you're going to find more Mexican identity. Mm-hmm. More even in, even American identity. It's like a very frontier frontierly mm-hmm. Like folky. Folky, yeah, corrido. frontier song, yeah. exactly. It has like kind of country stuff, but it has also norteño, corridos. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something... I was inspired about when I, I arrived to Mexico. That's the first song I ever wrote when I got to Mexico. Interesting. That's to live cool. in. Yeah, because, I mean, I would get out of the taxi or the bus. Or, you would or hear it. I would hear the corrido tumbado. Yeah. Everywhere. It's funny because now, two years later, like the corrido tumbado is getting listened all over the world. Yeah. Peso pluma and etc. Even in Chile, they were listening to Corrido. It's like, <laughs> how this did yeah, happen? Yeah, like, cultures, know? two different cultures. Absolutely. And I got inspired by that. Uh, that's why Te Querio Alicia, Alicia has such a, a, a Mexican identity on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I gave myself the chance to not actually think of a body of work and just start writing songs because this, uh, for the sake of it, you know? Um, and Querido Olvidarte came up. I wrote it with uh, Alfonso Ordóñez uh, in Miami. Uh, first time I ever went there. And Jona Camacho from Colombia, oh, both cool. producers. And, and, I mean, great songwriters and better persons. Farmacos uh, is also a Chilean project that is living now in Mexico City. So yeah. I invited Diego to, to go along with me. And what came up was beautiful. We did... A very like 80s vibey mm-hmm. dance, kind of obscure dance song. And I love that because I always wanted to uh, get my hands in, in that like genre, I guess. But yeah, those are singles that uh, won't be in my next album. And the reason is because many stuff happened to me in my life. There was a breakup. Um, wow. Yeah, it's a very original thing. It has happened to none of the singer-songwriters back in time, <laughs> past in, in time. Yeah. <laughs> there are no songs about breakups yeah. in the world. It's, like, uh, it's very unique. <laughs> yeah, it's very unique. Uh, sarcasm. Sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't get it, that's it's Chilean sarcasm. Actually. <laughs> um, I wrote a, a bunch of songs. I wrote a lot of songs. Wow. And I came up and this is very special for me because we are in California and the identity of that body of work that came out after, after the breakup and after many stuff that have been happen, uh, happening to me the past year, uh, I've been changing a lot. And the music I've been listening to is mostly like American uh, new folk songs. Mm. And by that I mean my son Cunningham, uh, Adrian Lenker, Big Thief, which I happened to saw last week yeah. in a magical moment. I came to LA and 
long short story, and they were playing that same night. I got tickets. I don't know how. <laughs> And I saw them live, and those, I mean, Big Thief is one of my favorite bands nowadays. That's cool. But you also, you also have Phoebe Bridgers, Clado. So this new album is kind of mirroring it's that. very much inspired in what is happening nowadays in the States among the folk scene, which I happen to listen, I mean, because of my parents, I was very influenced by Johnny Mitchell and John Baez and Johnny Taylor and wow. Bob Dylan. And I think they are taking from there but they're refreshing the folk scene here. That's really cool. It's amazing what is happening here. And, and my album is pretty much influenced by that. Nice. Like sonically, like uh, the sound of it. Well, I can't wait for it. I, if this is anything and then the influence that you're, you're saying or, or anything that's going to inform this new album, then it's going to be a great album. Uh, you haven't released any singles from that album yet, so it's very exciting to see and to hear what's coming up next. You know, I wish you a bunch of luck. You know, you always have my support here at the SoCal Sound and Latin Alt HD3. So we're going to be spinning you. Thank you for coming all the way out here. Bro, what you're doing for Latin American music here is unbelievable. Thank you so much for the support. And yeah, there's a new album coming in. So I hope you guys uh, stay atentos. Atentos, <laughs> atentos. And in the meantime, listen to Libro Abierto. You can check it out anywhere. There's... Uh, 12 amazing songs on this and if you can't buy a vinyl it's a very cool vinyl it's very thought out I can't take it out but yeah it's my first vinyl so. it's his first vinyl so yeah. check it out and you'll be listening to Benjamin Walker on my show a lot as you have been thank you for watching he's gonna go into that studio right now and lay down a couple tracks I think there's an unreleased song that he plays on there so you're gonna want to stick around thank you for watching Having me. I'm Benjamin Walker from Chile, and I hope you like this. Fumé de la cola, dejé mi bufanda a la vista. ¿Acaso me olvidas dos horas de sueño corriendo hacia el vuelo de ida? Qué dulce. 
que te quiero un poco Alicia Tú ven cuando quieras Te quiero en mi vida Hay algo de ti que no puedo quitarme de encima Tu voz por ejemplo Por sobre pensar tan 
que me hace volver a sentirme mal Se trata 